Hey, y'all. Welcome to Latte and Laundry. I'm Suzanne Bilodeau, and I am so honored to be with you here as we navigate motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and everything in between. This is a podcast for my fellow imperfect people who want to grow in greater communion with our most perfect God. So join me and my friends as we laugh, cry, dive deep, and explore with one another as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode here today. I'm really excited because I haven't had a guest on for a while, and I am pumped about the guest I have with me today, both personally and I think you guys will be extremely blessed to have her. She's actually a return guest. But before I tell you guys what we are talking about today, I want to open us up with our opening Bible verse, which is Deuteronomy 11:18, which is fix these words of mine into your mind and being. So let me welcome my guest, which is the lovely Carrie Daunt. Welcome, Carrie. Hi, Suzanne. Thanks for having me back. Yes, I'm so happy to have you back. And in case anybody didn't hear her when she was on with us last year talking about one of her other books, let me just give you guys a little bit of of Carrie's background. Um, She is first and foremost a beloved daughter of God. Wink, wink at what our topic's going to be today. She is a wife to her hubby, Dwayne, and mother to nine beautiful children. She's a speaker and presenter for the John Paul II Healing Center and is the author of three books, including Man Your Post, Learning to Lead Like St. Joseph, which she actually wrote with her husband, Dwayne, and Undone, Freeing Your Feminine Heart from the Knots of Fear and Shame, which is what we had her on for last year, which was just an awesome conversation. Um, But ever since having Carrie on last year, I've come to know her both very personally and I consider her a soul sister and she has blessed me so much with her own vulnerability as well as her strength. And so there's so many things I love about Carrie, but one thing that I greatly love about her is her passion for family life. And as you come to know Carrie and any of her writings, you'll know that she has this deep desire for restoration in all families, which is why her most recent book, when I found out that she was writing her first ever children's book called Beloved Daughter, which is what we're going to talk about today, I was so over the moon and I was so excited to have Carrie come back on. I knew that my daughters would be blessed by it and my friends, I was right, they Love it. So it's beautifully um, and profoundly written and beautifully illustrated. And I'm just so happy to have you on here, Carrie, to talk about Beloved Daughter. So welcome, Carrie. Thank you. Thank you. I know this is definitely a project that's near and dear to my heart. And it is wonderful to share in that that wonderful passion of um, in our sisterhood, but just for family life and just the restoration of of all things, um, all things family, all things, you know, of God's family. Yeah. So, so. What I think is, I want to get into what is what I thought was really cool about you writing this book with your story of kind of your your ministry work and everything. But before I even do that, why don't you give my my friends here kind of just like a a little bit about the book, like give them the idea of like if they were to look at this, what is this book about? Yeah, so I think one of the things, and and you don't have to spend very much time um, reading the newspaper or watching the news, and know that our children's minds are definitely there's a battle for our children's minds mm-hmm. and for their hearts, and that the enemy, you know, he he's always coming after the just the goodness of who we are and who we're created to be. And so, um, as I traveled around the country doing women's conferences and and really. Um, just desiring to see women walk into deeper freedom and who they are and who they're created to be. One of the things that um, I kept hearing 
is how do I protect my daughter? Mm. How do, how do I, uh, instill the truth of her identity, um, deeply in her before the lies began to, to take root in her heart mm. and, and, and just the, the continued, you know, just you, you hear these mother's hearts over and over again, just asking for, for some sort of resource, something to be able to, to ground their, their daughters in, in truth. And, um, and so really this book was, was born out of that, that mother's heart of like wanting to protect our daughters, wanting them not to, to grow up believing the lies that mm. so many of us as women grew up believing. Um, and, and they can be small ones or big ones, but, but really this book is just uh, a series of these beautiful affirmations teamed with scripture, um, just of, of who we are and who we're created to be the fundamental truth of our identity as daughters, you know, we're mm. loved and we're good and we're accepted. And, um, and they're, like I said, scripture based. So each of these scriptures are just um, affirmations of these, of these truths and the, and the hope, the, really the hope was to be able to, to ground, like I said, the girls in our girls in truth before, before all of the lies that are swirling around take root in their hearts and mm. they know who they are and whose they are. Mm. I love that. I love that. It's so funny too, because <laughs> when I was reading this, I read this with tea time. Um, with my girls and when I pulled out the book they're all excited because it's beautifully illustrated so they're like ooh, like already excited to to listen to the to the book <laughs> so when I pulled out the book and I said they're like what's that I was like oh it's called beloved daughter and my four-year-old daughter Colette who is just like a firecracker really big personality she's like oh it's about me and I was like oh <laughs> it yes. is that's like the that's like the mission right for them to all yes. believe that it is because it is about each and every one of them and it's so funny too Carrie because as I was reading the book to my children um I actually got teary-eyed and like you think you're just reading a story to your daughters to um, speak these blessings and these affirmations over them for their who they are and their identities in Christ but it, you realize and this is I think this is where just your ministry work is just so intertwined to the story of this book that's just so beautiful because you realize how much we we still carry the lies and the brokenness mm -hmm. that the enemy wants to lay over into our own hearts so like when I got towards the end where there's the one um, I think it might be the last one where it says it's just beautiful it says you are holy and it's like an image of a, not to give away the book, but it's an image of a baby being baptized. And I just, like even saying it now, like, oof, I don't know why, but that just wrecked me. And it clearly is hitting something in my own core, my own identity. And I think that's what's so beautiful about this. I'm like, as you read it over and over your daughters as a blessing to them and the truths of who they are in God, you're blessing and speaking those words over yourself, right? Amen. Yeah, no, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And it's, it's so cool too to see. We keep, I keep getting, you know, this book's only been out, was released at the beginning of the month of, of, or of January. And I keep getting letters um, from, from mom saying they couldn't get through the book without crying. Like yes. it was just such a blessing to them. And I thought, gosh, how beautiful and economical the Lord is to be healing our hearts as we desire mm -hmm. that for and our I, daughters. And I think, you know, like, I think that's something so great, Carrie, too, because I think, you know, as a mom, I always say this, I'm like, if you want to be motivated to, you know, become a better person or grow in virtue or holiness or just work and look at things in yourself, become a mom because it like <laughs> forces you to look at things. And we know, too, like our time is is often so thin and little. And so we'll devote our energy and our hearts into um, caring for our children and their hearts, which is 
part of our gift of shepherding them, right? Like that's what God called mm-hmm. us to. Um, so I think, like you said, with this book, it's like God's divine providence that when we're constant, like when we're on mission for our children, we can't help but look at things within our own self. And that's why mm-hmm. this is so, so awesome. Right? Yeah. Amen. And and I think one of the things that at least I found with my own daughters is, is like, I know these truths. I speak these truths. I'm, I'm doing these conferences, but it, it, sometimes it felt like there were awkward moments, like where you say, oh, you're so beautiful. And they're like, stop, mom. Like, uncomfortable. Like, this is, it's uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Just not the right context. I mean, it may have struck you at that moment, but it may, may not have been right. where their heart was in that second to receive it. And so one of the things that really, you know, was important as we, as I spoke with the illustrator who Mark, Michael Corsini, just to give him a big shout out is just an exquisite artist. And so his taking on this project and being able to really capture as, as a father, um, some of these images, it's, it was really a blessing, but, but really like the, the, the desire is for this book to be an opportunity to curl up and it be mm. something intimate between you and your daughter to be able to speak these truths and, and look at this book and have the same paradigm, you know, the same moment together mm. so that, that as you enter in, it's, it becomes a blessing and and not just an awkward moment of totally. oh I've got to tell them she's beautiful before oh, right she, you know totally. before she hears something else and you it's know? And it's funny too because I do a lot of like we you and I have talked about this I love like cozy homeschooling so I do a lot of read alouds and a lot of things with my kids and there's been a number of books in the past um, where I end up like can't get through it because I'm I'm yes. crying <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and, and my poor kids sometimes they're crying along with me other times they're like cringing like mom stop <laughs> this time they did yes. not cringe you could there was like something really beautiful I mean I wasn't like weeping I wasn't ugly crying but I was I, I was my voice was choking up and I was like oh, you are ho ho <laughs> like I couldn't say it um and you could say that you could tell that it was like endearing to them which I also really loved um but I just I mean I love all this work around identity I think it's so critical and so often overlooked and there's this great um quote I, I don't know if you've heard this one by Henry you probably have by Henry Nowen it says Jesus came to announce to us that an identity based on success popularity and power is a false identity an illusion mm. Loudly mm. and clearly, he says, you are not what the world makes you, but you are a child of God. Mm. And I'm just like, yes, like, yes. that's what this yeah. is. Like, we are beloved daughters. And that can wreck me every time I read it. Because like you said in the beginning, when we first started chatting, there's so much up against us. Like, the world is fighting for us all the time. And it speaks constant lies into our identity. And and especially with, especially, like, I know this this child, children's book is probably aimed, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, it's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, towards younger girls. But I'm like, with the middle school and high school pressures there are nowadays with social media and just, I mean, you, I think of what the comparison game was when I was a kid, and it's nothing compared to now. Um, nothing compared to what um, girls have to endure now just in terms of, resting in who they were created to be like if you think about it 200 years ago you didn't know what anybody was doing outside your like three house farm village right like (laughs) like you didn't know like that was it and now you know what everybody's doing on the other side of the world and that just is just so dangerous for our soul so just to take it back from what you're doing and you're seeing you are walking hand in hand face to face with these women in your healing in your ministry work with the JP2 Healing Center, seeing the what we've been tied up 
and bound up by with regards to the lies of who we are, the the vows we've made, all these things. And I just love that God like spoke to your heart and the Holy Spirit moved you to be like, hey, let's go, let's go deep and young. Let's 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 get these 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 young hearts while we can still speak truths. I mean, the world that's this isn't gonna stop the world from going up against them, right? Right. Right. But there's something beautiful it's- that we could still keep affirming and blessing them with something as a tool, like a beautiful children's book, right? (laughs) Absolutely. And I I think really like, you know, for, for so many years, I, the Lord's just been speaking to my heart about the importance of their, the importance of the foundation. You know, obviously Mm. when we build a house, we know that the foundation has to be firm in order for the structure to be solid. And, and so, you know, over the years, you know, just wrestling with, all of the demands of motherhood, like all the many, like Mm. (laughs) exhausting demands that, that we come up against. And, you know, I came up against it myself, especially as a young mom, like, you know, just really just desiring like to be present and knowing the sacrifice that, that that is. And, and I really just continued to feel like, as I took it to the Lord, like, am I doing this right? Like, am I doing this right? And he was like, Carrie, this is, this is the foundation of everything. Like Mm. you can't give them too much you know you can't offer them you know it's always going to be so firm um Mm -hmm. when you when you pour into them in that way like the more the Mm -hmm. more you pour into them and Mm -hmm. and and so you know the i guess the thought in all of that is just this deep desire just to to pour in to be able to offer parents the words these adequate words to be able to speak the truth of of who they are these girls are that are so scripturally based because they're not my words they're god's words you know they're eternal truths Right. And and then when when those words are just become like the foundation of their identity of who they are and their proclamations, the book is you are good. You know, mm. you are made you are made in goodness, you know, like that that you bring God's goodness with you wherever you go. And then there's scripture that 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 really emphasizes that truth. Um yeah, I so love that, that. When the arrows come, you know, like because they will, like you said, middle school is a war zone. But <laughs> I always tease, like middle school should be illegal. It really should for <laughs> girls. Like it's it's yeah, just miserable and yeah. terrible in so many ways. Um, I know there are some exceptions, but for the most part, when I do women's ministry, people are like, well, this happened to me in middle school. I'm like, sister, I know. Gosh, <laughs> I there's know. nothing, nothing I would do to go back to that. But um, but yeah, I think the desire is, like you said, for, for young girls to really soak in this truth. Um, and young meaning like under 12, you know, like really being able to to take it in and and, and soak in, in the goodness of who they are before those lies take aim. Yeah, life. you know, I love it too because I have a like 14 and a half year old now too who's totally entering like teenage like – you know, her friends are becoming the center of her world. Just and, and she's such a family girl. But you just see this natural progression, which is like mm-hmm. kind of the order of things. And I, my mom heart is having to let go of things and everything. What I love about this is she's still as a big sister. I mean, and, she, and she's such a sweet daughter, but still as a big sister, she'll get down and be young with the little kids. And so mm-hmm. she wasn't there for tea time when I did this with my young girls. But you bet that I'm going to read this again when she's in like earshot. <laughs> Um, cause she'll come snuggle up, you know, I think oh, she would probably, she, she always says things about cringe now. So she'd probably like cringe if I was like, Maddie, let me read you this book. Um, cause she's like a f- almost 15 year old stuck in like in, like she's like a 30 year old stuck in an almost 15 year old's body. We always say this, that she's so much older <laughs> than she is, but cause she's a firstborn. Right. Um, but I think this would 
be something that would totally bless her. And she would happily have conversations with me about it um, when she can lean into it being around the context of her younger sisters. And so I love this so much because I think it just gives so many opportunities for you to have kind of just those um, conversations um, around some of these things and some of the images. And the girls were stopping me too throughout the book. They're like, that one looks like me. That girl looks like me. And I was like, yes. And I loved it. And I, and I do think you're right because I do think there's some books that you read, um, that could feel like they're just the author's affirmations over, um, your child, which is beautiful. Um, however, I think I love that this is obviously clearly scriptural based and that you put the scripture in there like for the you are holy he put you shall be holy to me leviticus twenty twenty six. like it's clearly god's words being spoken over us and you're just putting it in this this format which is beautiful um so i love that because i feel like it makes it meatier you know yeah yeah and i you know it is god's word it's living you know right. I, I, it's the holy spirit and and there's, it's beyond time and space. And I, you know, every time I read scripture, there's always something new and beautiful that I, so each time it's read, it, it will be different because that's what God promises, you know, through scripture, like that there's just a deeper reality that we realize mm. each time. Yeah. And it's, I feel like it's also one of those things where as your, your kids are going through different things or experiencing different things, one of the scriptures or one of the blessings might have a more powerful impact in their hearts. Like I could even see it for mm-hmm. myself, like rereading mm-hmm. this in a couple months and one of the scriptures or blessings just totally stick out and my voice will get cracked up on that one, you know, cause that's how it is. That's how <laughs> God works. The Holy Spirit works, right? You, you can read the same Bible yes. passage like 30 times and then you read it one random day and you're like, <gasps> Like it just, you hear what God is, yes, exactly. (laughs) Like here is what God is trying to tell me right now. And I think that's, that's what's beautiful about this book is it is like, because it's God's word, it is living and it can, it can move in different ways in both our hearts and our children's at at different times. Right. Um, So I was wondering as like someone who's worked in ministry has a number of children and daughters yourself, both older and younger. Um, how can we mamas use this book along with just the gifts of the Holy Spirit? So not just this book, but how can we use this book as one of the tools in other ways, just from my, my mom hearts here listening of, you know, you're in this work, you've seen, um, women who have come from the trenches of, I mean, we all are wounded, right. But of heartache and Mm. woundedness and trying to undo a lot of, um, the fear and shame and, and um, sorrow they have over these these believed lies or whatever it is. How can we mamas like? What would your advice be for my listeners? Speak truths into the hearts of our of our daughters about their truest identities. Oh, that's a really good question. So I, you know, one of the things that we say, kind of in the healing circles, is that that which is not transformed is transmitted. Mm. Sister Marian says it a lot. She gives credit to to somebody else, but she's really not sure who said it either. But but basically this idea is like that whatever in our own hearts that we haven't walked into or looked at or kind of examined are things that, that we can't offer, like we don't have the capacity to offer. Amen. You know, so when our heart becomes deeper transformed, when we walk into those places in our own stories, like, and to be able to say, okay, what is this lie that I believe about myself? You know, mm. like, how am I living out of this lie instead of the truth of my God-given identity, this goodness, and and allow kind of to begin to pull those threads in our, in our own hearts, then we can, I think, I know we can become greater 
conduits of love for our own children. Like mm-hmm. we have our greater capacity to love them. So I would say first and foremost, like don't be afraid of, of your own places, you know, the, our own places in our story that, that maybe we were carrying shame or we're carrying, uh, you know, unforgiveness or, or pain and, and like allowing the Lord into those places, like opening the doors of our hearts. And, and there's lots of great resources out there um, for each of us. Like a good Catholic counselor is a wonderful, you Amen. know, a wonderful gift. Um, <laughs> but, but also like, I mean, uh, the John Paul II healing center has lots of different resources and healing retreats, um, just different places that we can begin the journey to get started in our own, in our own hearts um, so that we can have a greater capacity to love our kids. And secondly, I would say, you know, when I began doing I, one of the, the the places where I first started working in ministry was doing prayer ministry. We used to have um, several week long events with the center and I'd have the opportunity to pray mostly with women in a very intimate setting. Mm-hmm. And when I would pray with them, um, you know, it, it struck me just how, how much um, heartache there is in this world. Mm-hmm. Like, like you just, you hear their stories and you realize like, even in really beautiful, good families that people walked away feeling like the effects of, of this broken world. Like, mm-hmm. and I knew their sometimes I knew their families and they were wonderful people, you know, and I thought this could happen to me, like my mm-hmm. child, you know, they were very young when I first started, like they, they will believe lies. Like they will at some point fall prey to, to a lie, um, and, and try to live out of that. And so one of the things I started doing when they were really young, and I still do this now, even with my older kids, is um, is just to pray every night before they go, they go to bed that the Lord would cover any holes that I left undone. Oh, because, gosh. And, and that's, you know, that's a vulnerable prayer in some ways because, it, you know, obviously we're not perfect and we're going to leave holes every day. Mm-hmm. Which coming to grips with that was one place where the Lord, like it was very humbling. But then I was like, you know what? Like they're your children, God, they're Amen. yours, you know. Um, and so just covering them in that prayer, like really covering them, like, Lord, you know where they're vulnerable. You know the places oh. where where they need shoring up. And so I just pray that you cover those places until your truth can be spoken into it. Mm, I love that. I'm going to start doing that <laughs> I didn't start that when they were all really young, but I'm going to start doing that now. I mean, I say similar things, um, but I just love the simplicity of that prayer that's like really beautiful over your children. So I love that. Well, thank you, Carrie. What was I going to say? I just think what you, I mean, I know your dad and what you guys do in just the healing work is so important and profound in our church. And you know how convicted I am about our vocations as mothers and the role that God gave us, like this beautiful role that is not our own, right? Like it's, we are God's hands and feet. And I think that's what I love when you were saying that, that blessing over your children or that prayer over them, that like, they're yours. Like whenever I have fear or stuff, I have to remember like, you love them more than me, which feels impossible. Like when you know how much you love your children, you would die for them. You're like, wait, he loves them more than me. And I, and this is something that I've been, I've been actually praying and journaling with a lot lately. Um, Just my own fear and motherhood and stuff. I think that that's deeply rooted in my story and my childhood. But I, I, as, as an adult, I've really like grown in really trusting my life, my story, um, to God where it doesn't it doesn't seem like not that I don't still get you know have bouts of tears and 
anger and heartache and things that happen within my own life. But I, I often quickly can hand it over to God and be like, okay, but God, you are the king of my world. You are a perfect father. So I entrust all this to you because your will be done. And I can easily do that. I cannot so easily do that with my children. Like I find myself yes, being like yes. <gasps> with my kids, like this fear is so much bigger. And then I have to step back and I've been journaling about this and praying about this a lot lately of like, if, if I can entrust myself to you and I know how deeply loved I am by you, how can I not do the same with you for them? Like you love them more than me and you are their perfect father so just that idea of um letting my children be carried by him and just allowing myself to just be that one of his conduits of his love in my motherhood for my children but not I am not their god right like Mm -hmm. we mamas often forget that I am not their savior we (laughs) often very much forget that right so that's just me digressing a little bit about motherhood but I just love so much the healing and ministry work that you guys do there and how this book is is co- totally encapturing all of that in re- with regards to the vocation of motherhood and our daughters so much. So I'm so blessed that you wrote this book. I'm so grateful. My girls love it. Um, friends, listeners, you will not be sorry. You should definitely go check out this book. Um, but before we close up, Carrie, why don't you um, why don't you tell my friends where they can access the book, all things you, and anything else you want to share with them before we we wrap up? <laughs> Thank you, Suzanne. Um, yeah, so the book you can get it at the on our John Paul II um, Healing Center website, which is JPII Healing Center org or you could get it on Amazon um, <laughs> uh, any of the other a lot of different other Catholic retailers um, but um, also uh, most of the information on our retreats and the other books can also be found on the um, John Paul II healing website um, yeah so like Suzanne said I wrote a book with my husband um, uh, learning uh, Sorry, man, your post learning to lead like St. Joseph. Which really and, quick, my husband read and loved. So, yep, keep going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's really great. I, I find that even young men have been really excited about this book because it's more testimony based. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, like, I think men really appreciate not being told what to do, but hearing other people who have walked through it. Exactly, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, and then um, I've also written Undone, which I was on last time, um, Freeing Your Feminine Heart from the Knots of Fear and Shame. And I would, I would say, you know, I, I, I never want to give too much of, of a, a shameless plug in that way, but, but really it is a beautiful place to start um, in the way of like looking and examining our own stories, just in that, that place where we were talking about a few minutes ago. I always hate to like say, go get healing and then not give people like a, a place of, you know, opportunity to, to really look in those places. But, but what, what they, the stories and undone do is at least as I listened to stories over the years and why I was so inspired to write, it was just to be able to open our hearts up to understand that we're not alone. Mm. Like whatever our own story is and whatever we think we're the only people who have ever felt shame or we're the Mm -hmm. only people who have ever felt fear or the only people who have ever felt abandoned or rejected. Like there are this is the story that the enemy keeps trying to Amen. distort. Amen, you know? sister. Yes. <laughs> so that's his greatest so the, thing. Yes. And, and so knowing that we're not alone, I think is the first step. It's the vulnerability of these women's and these women and their stories. I think that really helps helped me at least in my own journey to be able to realize, okay, 
there's there's something else that's bigger than me here that's at play that's working against the healing that the Lord wants. No, it it's, it is beautiful. It really does do a great job of realizing, like you said, the enemy loves to make us feel isolated and alone, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. and that's how he often gets his dirty little grippy hands on our fleshy hearts and hardens them and isolates them. And I think just through testimonies and stories and the beautiful vulnerability. Um, shared through Undone is, uh, like you said, is a really great place to start realizing like you're not alone. And we're all, we are all, every single person is on a healing journey, whether you're aware of it or not and or should be because you, we all live in a, and I had your dad on on an episode a long time ago too with regards to just like everybody needs healing. Like nobody is exempt from it. Our children will need healing. We need healing. Our parents, our grandparents, everybody needs healing because we live in a fallen and sinful world. Um, Even if your neighbor's story looks detrimentally more damaging than yours, you still need healing. And that doesn't mean you're something broken to be fixed. It just is an opportunity for Jesus to come into these, these places, um, and to, and to move and with an intimacy and a tenderness and really mend up and heal over these places. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm so grateful for what you do. And I, I agree that that would be a beautiful place for, for guests to start, um, um, I want to read a quote real quick before we close up. And then would you mind closing us in prayer before we end? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So this is a quote by Mother Teresa, which I absolutely love. It says, may today be peace within. May you trust your highest power that you are exactly where you are meant to be. May you not forget the infinite possibilities that are born of faith. May you see those gifts that you have received and pass on the love that has been given to you. May you be content knowing you are a child of God. Let this presence settle into your bones and allow your soul the freedom to sing, dance, praise, I'm sorry, (laughs) and love. It is there for each and every one of you. Love it. Um, So, so yeah. So thanks. Thanks again, Carrie. And if you wouldn't mind, I would love for you to to pray for, for, for all of us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you for the gift of, of this beautiful um, platform that Suzanne uh, is just offering of herself. And I thank you for all of the beautiful listeners of uh, Latte and Laundry. And I just ask, Lord, for just an indwelling of your peace, just to permeate each person as they listen, Lord. And just pray that um, you just continue to build this beautiful community of love. Uh, and I just pray for each of our daughters, um, our sisters, uh, our mothers, Lord, and all of our all these women on the journey, Lord, to to deeper restoration for their hearts. And Lord, I just ask that each of us may may know um, beyond a shadow of a doubt our identity as beloved. Mm-hmm. May we live and bathe and bask and receive the gift and affirmation of our goodness today and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you, Carrie. Well, thank you for taking your time away from little babe and fam to come on (laughs) and chat about this beautiful book. I will put... Um, links in the show notes, my friends, so you can find out, I know she mentioned it, but that so you can have an easy click to access all things, um, beloved daughter and Carrie Daunt. So thanks again, Carrie, for joining us today. So blessed to have you. Oh, it's always a joy to be with you, Suzanne. Amen. Same to you, sis. Okay. Bye friends. God bless. Bye. Bye.